All right, it's the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. Another day in the week, the second day of said week, and another brilliant, extravagant podcast of intellectualism and where we place humans ahead of politics. Wow, what an opening that was. Stumbling over my words, trying to figure out what I want to talk about first. Uh, okay, real, uh, we'll start Kanakistan. Kanakistan is now fascist. Now, there's some sort of trend that is going around with all this. If you notice the countries that have the largest, most restrictive COVID lockdowns, it's, it's the former Commonwealth. So the Commonwealth is what? The former colonies of England. So you're talking about Canada, New Zealand, and Australia. And then you go back even further if you want to talk about fascism. You go to Italy, Germany, Australia, and uh, now France. I mean, France just did something absolutely outrageous uh, a few minutes ago. Um, and they all have the most stringent lockdown measures in place. Now, why is that? What are we talking about? You're talking about the royal family. You're talking about where fascism originally started, Germany, Austria. And you're talking about the, essentially, if you want to go way back, you're talking about divine right. And the colonies have really no say when it comes to uh, the rule of law. So, what do we have? We have the World Economic Forum based out of, I think, Klaus Schwab lives in Switzerland, uh, based out of Central Europe, uh, Klaus Schwab, German. Uh, if we're to believe the rumors, he, uh, his family did a lot of things for the Nazis during World War II. Completely unsurprised about that, if it's true. And also... Um, essentially, everything has been infiltrated. Every Western government has been infiltrated by the World Economic Forum. And Klaus Schwab admitted it. Uh, in 2018, we also had the World Economic Forum saying that mankind, what we're looking at right now, is going to be the last pure homo sapien. In other words, the last pure human being before mankind starts manipulating the genetics of its future generations and they even say oh well this isn't this is intelligent design it's not intelligent design in the form of a god but it's intelligent design on behalf of human beings so in other words it's completely completely out of the question to assume that there is some sort of higher power that could be capable of intelligent design and creating the reality tunnel that is Earth and also mankind. But it's not without within the realm of... <laughs> it, let's start again. It's not... <laughs> I can't even get it right. It is beyond the realm of comprehension to assume that there is a god-like figure creating intelligent design. It is not... Or it is within the realm of possibility. God, I don't know why I can't get it. It is within the realm of possibility to say that mankind can create intelligent design, especially when it comes to its own species. So that's what they're really looking at here. And this was from 2018. So the, the ironic thing here is that the only way to bring that about is through fascism, is through authoritarianism, is through a dictatorship, and that's exactly what we're seeing in these countries. 
Like I said before, France just did something absolutely outrageous. They have the, the COVID passports, right? So the COVID passports essentially say you're not a citizen of France. You're not afforded basic human rights unless you're up to date with your shots, unless you're up to date with your boosters. They just wiped out everybody's rights uh, that did not receive a booster. So that is a huge swath of the France of the French population, and it was without warning and all of a sudden. Now, why is that happening? You have to also look to New York, and you have to look to what their healthcare networks are doing or what they did today. A lot of healthcare networks said that you must receive a booster to maintain your job by February 21st, yesterday. Uh, and then everybody did it because they didn't want to go through any more trouble. And they said, well, essentially, if I don't get the booster, I'm going to get fired. I can't not I can't not work, so I have to work. I'll get the booster. So February 22nd, today, one day later, all of these healthcare networks say, oh, by the way, the booster mandate is no longer applicable and you don't have to get a booster. Um, a little too late for that, don't you think? So when they say, oh, it's all about keeping people safe, oh, just wear your mask because we're helping others, it's an excellent gesture, it is nonsense. It is horse feathers, buffalo chips, meadow muffins, and cow patties. I don't know how many other different ways I can say bullshit. So why did they do that? Why did France all of a sudden say that, oh, if you don't have a booster, you are not in compliance, you're not up to date, and therefore you do not have the basic rights of a French citizen. It's because that at the end of this month and the beginning of next month, Pfizer is forced to release tens of thousands of pages on its formula and its testing of their vaccines. So that's why the big issue is here. It's one last push to get people to take a booster before they completely remove everything because people are going to be angry. They're going to be so upset with what they learn about Pfizer's product that it is that people are going to be apoplectic and they don't get what happened to them. They are test subjects. All the people that took the 100 bucks for getting the vaccine, you just got compensated for being in a test trial. That's all that happened. And if you're in a test trial, that means you're waiving your rights to go after the pharmaceutical company, go after your uh, your the government, essentially. Uh, if you if something bad happens to you, if you receive some sort of adverse reaction, that's what's going on here. And there was a horrible, terrible story that came out today. Um, about a poor kid, 12 years old, took one shot, and his body erupted in blisters. And when I say erupted, I mean every inch of this kid's body was a blister. It was horrendous. It was awful to look at. And do you know what happened? All of the doctors, every single one of his doctors said he should receive the second dose. How disgustingly incompetent, how disgustingly, how, how many times can you violate somebody's human rights? How many times can you violate the Nuremberg Code just to maintain status, just to maintain your license, 
to practice medicine because one kid doesn't matter to you. So you have to maintain your, 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 your way of living. So you're just going to send this kid down some path that could essentially possibly kill him just so that you can continue to earn money. I mean, this is disgusting. This is reprehensible. These degenerate doctors think they have a holier-than-thou. They're so overly virtuous that they can't pull their head out of their ass with a horse speculum. They can't see the, the, the light of day if somebody shined a spotlight up there. It is ridiculous. And these people, whether it's this timeline or a future timeline or if it's karma, whatever you want to call it, these people will pay. You can't do something like this. You can't turn a blind eye to people's welfare just so that you can make a buck and get away with it. You, It's going to come back to them in some way or another. So, speaking of dictatorial authoritarian nonsense, we have to look to none other than Kanukistan. What happened in Kanukistan? You had all of the people uh, the, the, the truckers, the Freedom Convoy that we heard about, and that was all of the truckers saying enough is enough, no more mandates. We're going to block all of the arteries into and out of the United States and Canada. We're going to block trade. We're going to sit on bridges, and we're going to protest peacefully. So Trudeau, father was a Nazi. Trudeau I shouldn't say that. The father that brought him up was a Nazi. The um, the genetic father probably probably was Fidel Castro. They look strikingly similar. Uh, Trudeau's mother and Castro had a very very cozy relationship, and they uh, had a visit. They were rubbing elbows and spilling tea nine months before Trudeau was born. So do the math, and all of a sudden you've got this little Nazi that's proclaiming to be a human rights activist in charge of Canada. Now, so can they basically wiped out all of the trucker convoys. They said enough is enough. Now, if you saw any of the videos from the trucker convoy, uh, they had a whole bunch of police there, but they also had these individuals clad in all green outfits with masks on their face, helmets. Some of them were wearing gas masks, and they had billy clubs. Where did these people come from? No marks of identification, no badges, no names. So where did these people come from? Where we have to look is in Washington, D.C., because in Washington, D.C., a flight, a private plane, uh, it's not a private plane, but a plane that does not have any tail markings, so you can't trace it, left Washington, D.C., went into Canada, and then all of a sudden all these people found it, uh, popped up. What happened? It was a United Nations plane. So what can we assume with all of this? We can assume that the United Nations contracted out law enforcement activities and bust those people into Canada. And subsequently decided to break up all of these convoys, all of these trucker protests throughout Canada. That's what really went on. Um, and the problem with that is you're seeing fascism in full force. All of a sudden, a, a leaked video of Klaus Schwab saying that he's extremely proud 
that everybody in all of these governments across the West, whether it's France, Canada, whatever, he's extremely proud that the World Economic Forum has infiltrated all of the governmental cabinets. In other words, Klaus Schwab is in complete control of the policies of pretty much most of the Western governments. How? Because all of the advisors to these leaders, like a president, like a prime minister, whatever you want to call them, they are all taking orders from the World Economic Forum. Once again, it's the filthy Hun, the gross kraut, the guerrilla Nazis from Germany that are out there trying to take over the world, except they're not doing it like a World War One or a World War Two kind of mindset. They're doing it through infiltration. They're doing it through fifth columnist movements and traitor, traitorous activities and also seditious acts. And they're going across the world in record time. This took decades and decades to make possible. And so all of a sudden during COVID, they sprung the trap. Now, people in Canada have had enough. They, in, in front of everybody, they started to ask questions. How many people, th th now this is in the government itself, how many people belong to the World Economic Forum? How many people are aligned to the World Economic Forum? And as this, pro this uh, member of parliament was asking this question, all of a sudden his mic goes out and he's censored. He can't finish the question, so that means that nobody can answer the question, and it also means that that question, how many people are aligned to the World Economic Forum, is never put on the record. So it was never asked if you look back in history decades from now. Why? Because we all know that most of them owe their allegiance to the World Economic Forum and the Nazi Klaus Schwab, not the people of Canada. It is so bad that the Ottawa mayor said that all of the Freedom Convoy trucks that have been confiscated are now going to be sold. They're going to be sold. You're talking about people that barely have enough money to provide for their families and provide for their children. The only way they can earn money is by trucking. Their property was confiscated. Their property was going to be sold at auction. This isn't the sign of a liberal democracy. This isn't the sign of a country that has the rights of its citizens at the forefront of its mind. It's a, it's a country that has dictatorial power tripping going on at extreme levels. And the worst part about all of this is that the supposed countries of the West, the supposed liberal democracies that want human rights across the planet, defending everyone and everywhere for free speech and also the right to vote in a free country, they are silent. Where were they? During Antifa riots? Where were they during the BLM movements? Where are they right now in San Francisco, California, and also New York when you've got bands of people running around, torching things, beating people up, stealing things? Uh, d d during the Antifa riots, you had people burning down the cities 
and also killing other folks, and nothing happened. But all of a sudden, you've got some people that are part of society, part of the infrastructure of the country. They are saying enough is enough with these ridiculous mandates, and then all of a sudden, we've got cops everywhere rounding them up and throwing them in prison. It is extremely disturbing that Canada has created what it's called the Emergencies Act. Now, something like that is only supposed to happen during extreme times of war. You're talking about the Canada, the country of Canada being invaded or infiltrated and somebody trying to overthrow the government. It's basically dictatorial powers. Now, what did they do with this Emergency Act? You're going to watch this. So, this is the problem. With the Emergency Act... They are allowed to look into every single transaction that you make. They're allowed to freeze all of your finances. They're allowed to destroy your credit score just because, just because you don't agree with government edicts. That's all this is. Look at the lead person of these Freedom Convoys in Russia, I believe her last name was Lich, L-I-C-H. She was uh, arrested, she was denied bail, because the judge felt that she was too dangerous to be on her own in society, and guess what? She's facing 10 years in prison. It is horrendous. Another person donated 50 bucks, that's it, just 50 bucks to the Freedom Convoy. She was made aware that she was being watched, and now she has had her assets frozen. $50. And this is happening under the Emergencies Act. And what's even more disturbing about Canada, and it's slipped to dystopian fascist society, is that the Emergencies Act is going to be made permanent. That's how disturbing this is. And if you think for a second that the, that the World Economic Forum and other people out there aren't watching this to see what Canadian society is doing in response to this kind of dictatorship, then you've got another thing coming. Canada is the testing ground for fascism in one form. Australia is the testing ground for fascism in another form. New Zealand in another form. Germany, Italy, France, Austria, all in different forms of fascism. And once they figure out what each country does, they're going to take all of their test subjects, like Germany, Italy, whatever fascist technology, whatever fascist act they committed in those countries, then they're going to combine it. And they're going to combine it in the form of another false flag, whether that is a false war, whether that is false alien contact, a lie, whether that is a, uh, a, a, a immense climate change event, uh, something along those lines. So you have to just accept that something like that is going to happen. And it's, it's extremely sad. It's extremely sad because these kinds of people need to wake up. We all need to wake up. Oh, I don't need to wake up. You need to wake up. Other people around you need to wake up because 
This kind of move towards fascism is just mind-boggling, and it only took two years to basically bring the populations of the world, the lazy populations of the world, to their knees, and they don't even realize it. That's what makes it even worse. So that's that. I, I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's just, it's just extremely stupid how people can't read the tea leaves in all of this. So what I brought up various topics or various forms of fascism in different countries. In Australia, you've got concentration camps again. In New Zealand, you've got zero uh, zero tolerance. If even one case of COVID pops up, that's it. They're locking the whole country down. In Canada, if you support anybody that does not abide by governmental diktat at the time, the government narrative, then your financial assets are going to be controlled, locked down, and confiscated. That's what all, if you want to really take a look at it, those three different assets, those three different um, countries are testing grounds for those kinds of governmental policies. Once they figure all of that out, they are then going to make all three of those kinds of policies enforced across the planet. That's the big problem here. That's the biggest issue that you're going to face. And people need, I say it time and again, draw the line in the sand. People need to start banding together and realize that this is not going to stop unless you stop them. They're going to keep bludgeoning you. They're going to keep stepping on your human rights. Basically, the human rights are gone, so there has to be something else to replace it. And if you don't do anything about it, it's not going to be in your favor because you're a, a, a spineless cow that rolls over like the fat pig you are. So not anybody that listens to me because you're on the last call caravan and you, you've got two brain cells to rub together. But I'm sure you know people that roll over like the greasy sows that they are and uh, just say, well, well, I, I just wanted to, uh, to be able to go to concerts again. Yeah, okay, yeah, fine. So that's, uh, okay, 20 minutes, or holy smokes. So that's going to be it. This is the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. <laughs>